from Paul, not just through his teaching, but through his life. We have touched upon the significance of his conversion. Now it's more larger, or it was larger than Paul, and how it reaches down to us today in the imagery and metaphor of what we understand God has called us to be in terms of conversion. And we're continuing in that vein tonight because Paul is not just big on his transformation from the legalistic uh, chattels and chains from laws. And God gave perfect laws, but we as imperfect human beings, our interpretation and our in our, our um, carrying out of the law become very imperfect. It's not that the God law is wrong, it's given to us as a guidance, is that we as human beings, we're imperfect. So we are inadequate to carry out God's perfect will through his laws. And so there is Paul having a great understanding of that to his conversion, and as a matter of fact, what I've been stressing is that now he has an understanding, I've preached about this, I've taught about this, of the aspects of God that the law tend to exclude at times in many ways. The love of God, the caring of God, the, 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 the empathy of God, the hesed, as we call it, is grace and is mercy. Uh, it, it's so important. In fact, I could make a broad statement that every law should be bathed and clothed in those things. If you can't see the love of God, if you can't feel and experience His empathy, uh, through his laws, then you are not uh, experiencing what Paul is talking about. And so uh, we spoke about that before we break. And as we look tonight, we are looking at some, some, uh, some things that are necessary for us to uh, experience the full love of God is empathy, is grace, and is mercy, as opposed to rules and regulation that we try so hard to 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 follow. We fall short so often, and that has to do with maturity. And I like to stay say right off the bat. And when we talk about maturing in Christ, when we talk about maturing Christians, we're not just simply talking about maturing in the sense of mature as human being. Of course, it makes us better human being, make us more productive, make us more understanding, uh, make us more usable. Uh, it does a whole lot of stuff. We know the difference between a baby, a teenager, 
and someone in their 20s and so forth, we can understand maturing. But Paul takes us even further than that in the sense that if we really want to experience all that God has for us, the things that I just mentioned to you a a while ago about, as opposed to what we may want to regulate for each other uh, and falling short many times or often, uh, in order to gain this full experience with God, that's where maturing in Christ becomes important. Uh, if we look at um, Galatians, the sixth chapter tonight. Galatians, the sixth chapter. Hallelujah. Again, welcome everyone. Welcome everyone who's on the stream. Welcome everyone who's on the telephone. Galatians 4 chapter. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differed nothing from a servant, though he is the Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors under time appointed to the Father, of the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions of sons. Sons, they of course mean sons and daughters. Galatians 4 and other places of Paul's writing gets to the heart of where Paul will want us to be. And look at some of the analogies and comparisons that he made. You could be a prince or a princess. You could be son of richest people in the world, daughter of the richest people in the world. But when you are a baby, when you're a toddler, when you're a young person, when you're not mature, (laughs) you're pretty much just like anybody else. In this case, in the household, like the term is used there, servant, uh, because you really have no authority, uh, too much, you you know, and uh, you can't give directions and and so forth and so on. It, it, what a wonderful uh, example he gives. Something that we really need to think about as Christians, if we are not maturing in Christ, 
In fact, that we are part, in spite that we are part of the richest household there is, that of God. We cannot take advantage. We cannot exercise our rights in to any appreciable level because we're not mature enough to handle responsibilities. And so when we really come to think about it, if we're not maturing in Christ, all the benefits that have been bestowed on us through Jesus Christ are not really fully realized. Now, the purpose of, of, of saving us, of course, is not to keep us as children. That's not the point. In fact, we are the one who keep ourselves from growing. And God not going to place on us responsibilities that we're not ready for. So the analogies that uh, Paul used are analogies that the people in that time would fully understand. That being an adoption. Adoption. Now, adoption is 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 is. Yeah, you probably have heard it be said this many, many times over the years. It's different. That word adoption means have a right to inheritance. And it has nothing to do with birthright. Uh, your father, a household, a mother could adopt a total stranger, so to speak and give that person all the rights to inheritance. It has to do, and most of the time, the intention was, uh, not all the time, but one of the considerations of doing that was to pick people who were suitable, capable, mature enough to, to when the father passes to take care of the household, to take care of the, is the inheritance. Uh, hundreds of people, in many cases, thousands of people were part of a household. Lots of people depended on that Lord. Uh, and so if, if a household went belly up, so to speak, a lot of people would suffer and when having the jobs and so forth and so on. So think about the household in some ways, a small little hamlet or God forbid, large enough, small towns and so forth. And that was the kind of comparison uh, that Paul was making because that's how society was built to um, some degree uh, in, 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 in Jesus in, in, in Paul's time.
So, we become co-heirs of Jesus Christ. His death and his resurrection gave us the right. We are fully adopted. We are fully, we, we have the full inheritance that Paul, that, that Paul explained that was given to us even from the beginning of time. The question is, how are we maturing? Are we mature enough even right now to take care of a household that God has provided for us through Jesus Christ? So it becomes very, very important. And, and, and if we could have some discussion on this, I know we're using terms that we don't use uh, today necessarily. We could make some present day analogies. Um, and quite often, you know, in our system of leaving the wills and so forth, uh, you hardly would see someone leave in a substantial inheritance to, to in their will to somebody who was, just would waste it and do wrong things with it or whatever. Or a well-meaning person who just don't have the maturity to handle great responsibilities. We have charges, we have responsibilities. We have responsibility to bring people to Christ. We have the responsibility to live by example that people may want to follow Christ. We have the responsibility to be fair-minded, to be even-handed in our judgments and mature in our decisions. And that's what God is waiting on some of us for uh, that we may uh, that we may mature into this type of person. And not only that, when we talk about powers, we talk about spiritual powers, we talk about gifts, we talk about these other things. God blesses us. When, mature, when we are maturing and he gives us what we can handle in ministry, in healing ministry, in praying ministry. Uh, so uh, that's what Paul is getting at. He said, you know, with the law, you're just like school children, pedagogues. You, 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 you are a nursemaid, so to speak. You were in daycare, kindergarten. And uh, God wants you to move away from that. He wants you to be the schoolmaster. He wants you to be the principal. He wants you to be the person in charge. He wants you to help others to mature so they may get to that stage. I need to repeat this. 
And I'll be talking about this in days to come more and more. We are powerful people. But God is not going to give us powers if we are irresponsible and immature. And that's what Paul is pushing. And that's, you know, it comes down to us today. He's pushing, he's pressing this, he's impressing this on people. And the message is very relative to us today. It's, 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 it's not stale, it's not old. It is alive in this present time. So I, I'm not assuming here that, that anyone who is listening to me is not mature. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about what Paul says that God desires of us. So, if we here are maturing or reach a certain standard of maturity, let us therefore encourage others that they might do the same. Because to be blunt, and Paul would be very blunt, and he was very blunt, to be honest, we have a lot of immature Christians believers and followers of Christ uh, all around us. Um, like I said, I'm not inferring that anyone who's in this Bible story that studies that way. Matter of fact, I would like to believe the very opposite, but then we still have a responsibility to see that others do mature. Amen. Hallelujah. No, I, I welcome some feedback. Welcome some feedback for this lesson tonight.